Hello, welcome back to Everyday Being. And for those of you that are following us as we release our podcast, Happy New Year to you and welcome to 2024. I am Gareth Evans and I'm once again joined by my dear friend Steve Knight. Happy New Year, Steve. Happy New Year, everyone. Good to see you all. In the spirit of New Year, we're going to talk today about setting goals and thinking about it through an everyday being perspective. So January for some people, for many people, is a time to set resolutions, be it with a, the opportunity that exists with the year ahead of us or as a consequence of, of maybe what's happened in December, be it maybe we've eaten or drunk too much or not done enough exercise or whatever it, it, it may be. So plenty of people set resolutions. So we thought it'd be a fantastic conversation just, just to have. We're going to come back to some of the regular themes that we cover off in, in every day being. And I suspect we might introduce some new things as well. And as ever, we'll try and think about some theory or the work of others and then also give some examples that we think bring it to life from a practical everyday perspective. Goals have a, a really important uh, role to play in, in life, be it in work, outside of work. Um, they give us motivation, uh, they bring us focus, they are things that can measure the progress that we're we're making as well in, in life. And gosh, I think the probably the norm is to have goals and set life life targets. Um, but also we think, as you may be unsurprisingly to hear, that actually there is some negatives from setting goals they can actually at times be quite demoralizing if we if we miss when we think about expectations when we think about our lovely high involvement low investment model or the investment involvement model as well we've talked a lot about that 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 those things actually can create roller coasters of emotions or can lead to burnout when we fix ourselves on on some things that must must happen how on earth can we navigate through what are the benefits of setting goals and give ourselves that focus without maybe the downside that comes from being too fixed of them or or the negative from them i'm somebody that enjoys setting goals stretching stretching targets in a whole range of ways in my life be it from a career perspective or a personal perspective with my family or personal interests and as many of you know as well that um, running is something that I'm incredibly passionate about as well so in all all those examples I do set myself targets and, and goals but as I think we'll come on to, to talk about in our conversation, one of the things I like to have is to have a lightness to them. So I know where I'm trying to get to and I'll use the benefits from that, but I'm not going to be fixed on, on that. I'm not going to have that high investment to, to that outcome. Um, and, 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 I, I, and I think that does work in all those situations. So I haven't got any New Year's resolutions, in all honesty. I haven't got anything that I'm fixed on for 2024. Um, um, but if, if, they do, if they do occur and they, they do come out, I'll very much approach it with that low investment and a lightness to them. 
Steve, I wonder, I wonder if what your approach is to setting goals or objectives or New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm... It's interesting, actually, because I'm probably not someone that is very goal-driven, actually. I probably work a little bit more from a sense of what my intentions might be. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if I'm thinking of something that I want to change in my life, for example, I, prob- I approach it more from a sense of, well, w- what would be the intention I would have related to that, to that area? So like as an example, it's probably a couple of years ago now, you know, my work, from a work perspective, I do a balance of sort of training and then coaching. <clears throat> and at one point it was more, uh, the training and, and, and the coaching was a smaller part. <clears throat> and I just had this thought that actually I'd like to do more coaching. So I sort of created that as an intention. And I think what I find is if, if I do that, it naturally acts as, um, as, a, as a focus. Mm. And it, if I keep it in my mind, I start to automatically do things that will help realize that intention. But a bit like you with the running, it feels then quite light um, rather than something that is a particular, a fixed sort of goal, which which sometimes I think it can be a feel quite sort of black and white and it has a real fi- feeling of success or failure. Whereas I think intention feels, to me anyway, it just feels like it's more, this is almost as much about the journey as it is about the sort of destination. So as I was thinking about doing more of that, I wasn't saying I want it to look like X, Y, and Z. And, you know, that has definitely sort of come to sort of fruition actually over the last, well, particularly over the last sort of 18 months, sort of two years. Mm. So, yeah, so I, I, so I, th- I guess for me, it feels that like you started with, sometimes goals can create problems for people I think particularly from an everyday being perspective, if we're creating goals that we think are going to deliver something for us in terms of our sense of being, Mm. it feels like those goals are going to make us happier or feel more successful or feel more confident. I think that's when it can become problematic because obviously you can not achieve them and feel the disappointment of that but often actually interestingly when people often do achieve those sorts of goals thinking it's going to deliver something it's going to shift the sense of their being they end up sort of disappointed and realizing it, it didn't deliver the feeling of success or the feeling mm. of happiness that that i sort of thought it would yeah so i think that's sometimes where the you know where the, where the sort of danger sort of the negative side of, of, of goals can kind of come in mm. what came to mind then steve was the, the the way you described coming from our sense of being you know if we think about the two documents that we've ri- written in terms of how we want to to be to some extent that's got a set of intentions to it you know i i you know i i am all these things and we know at times we're not always those things but it's certainly very much a 
desire or an ambition hopefully a, a realistic one but it is that desire but actually you can reframe that to say they are a set of intentions and goals aren't they to say okay i i intend to use your word to to be this person in your example i intend to do more coaching and less training and therefore if if that's where i'm coming from if that is my sense of being how that manifests itself and then how it shows up yeah, what, then you, that is where you're coming from and you will guide where you put your energy <clears throat> it will uh, make you think about what you know how do you how do you realize that as a, as an intention you know how do you explore new op- new opportunities so it's you know I, I i think it's almost a case of in this in this instance it's less of a doing thing i have set myself a goal to to do this and therefore i need to do these and take these actions which is you know the absolute doing and 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 the i guess the common state but as you're describing if i put it as my intention then i think the way it plays out is is different then yeah <clears throat> that's what it feels like to me it's like it it um, that the, the goals then become more they're more about how you want to express yourself in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> so they, it feels that if, you know, from, from a being perspective, it's saying, well, if we're, so we're, we're part of some universal consciousness or we're part of, we're part of life. Yeah. And the nature of life is to create, you know, if you think about life, it's constantly ebbing and flowing and the universe is a very creative place and so we're part of that creation so i think when we think about who we're being for example it's then the the goals become more about who who do i want to be in the way that i express myself in the world in the way that i create the life and i create my experience and i create the experience for the other people around me my, the goals are <clears throat> a way of, you know, helping to direct that, direct that energy. Yeah. I think they're also just, I, I don't know, it feels to me, they're also sort of part of how you grow and develop. <clears throat> so, you know, you, you know, when you were talking about your the sort of marathon you did recently and that, you, you know, you'd had a target time in mind and that had helped to create your, your training plan and, and all your the, the runs that were sort of leading up to it and so on and the, you were you were sort of using it in a way to to probably you know stretch yourself mm. and, and grow and see you know i wonder what my potential is yeah. if, I, if i run a marathon i wonder what my running potential is and <clears throat> and it feels like that's the sort of true purpose of goals you know to 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 stretch to challenge to help us sort of create in the world in a way that feels it's in line with the with the person that we want to be and then that feels like that's a really healthy way of looking at it because you get the benefits of that focus and you know and an ability to organize yourself around that but you're not putting all your eggs in the basket of i must achieve this yeah. or else i've been a failure that's i think where it comes up 
Yeah, I mean, I can build on that a little bit, Steve, in that you know, I, I, I've, I've run a number of marathons through, through the years, and I would say, you know, my early stages, I was really fixed on targets and was very judgmental about, about them of, I, you know, I have got the capability to deliver that time or I want to d- run that time. And then came hugely disappointed and it impacted my performance at the time when I wasn't achieving those things. So I, I remember on certainly two, maybe three marathons, I had a, fi- a time that I was fixed on. And then when things got really hard, uh, as they do with a marathon, and I realized that I wasn't going to achieve the target that I had set myself, I, it was just horrible in terms of the deflation um the sense of faith, the the you know the, the rest of of the of the marathon and get it getting over the line so you know i know that in that moment as much as there was a physical uh, element to what i was doing actually it was the the mental and the psychological that really stopped me of I'm not going to do this. I'm a failure. I was hugely judge, judgmental on it. Versus now, you know, I, I hope it taken in a positive way that I apply what we talk about to in in a running context. In that, um, I've, I've I've thought about as you rightly said. Okay, well, I wonder what my potential is. Uh, I've spent you know a number of months training and preparing for you know, for a certain time because I need the physical part of, of it and need to prepare prepare the body for that. But the the minute I've crossed the line and I, I and I prepared myself for, for this, I was gonna be absolutely not married to a time at all and do my level best to just continue to be in, in the moment and reacting to to whatever comes up. And you know, look, there are so many factors that go into it, you know, on on, on the day. And for for uh, that got to the halfway point, I was where I would I trained to be. Sixteen miles, I was at the point, eighteen miles, suddenly things got really, really hard. Cause it's the marathon and they do. And I, I, I could, I started to feel that the that I wasn't going to be able to meet that target. So, what I, what I did in that in that time was just take all time away from me and say, look, you know, whatever happens now over the next eight and a bit miles, you, you've done all, you've done all you can to put yourself in in here just you know just don't worry about whatever the time is don't you know don't worry about that outcome don't be fixed to it um and yeah in, in, interestingly i got my head out of my way and that my body knew what to do and my body actually was completely capable of um maintaining uh, the physical challenge and the, 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 what, what i needed and ultimately i completely and utterly achieved something that i've never thought i would do in my my wildest dreams and I, I do think whilst <laughs> this is real <laughs> and this is about something that is very extreme like marathon running and, you know, I guess I'm fortunate to, to you know, to be okay at it. I do think there are a, a bunch of things that we can put put into um, any, any any situation of our life. 
be it you know work or personal or relationships or whatever that sense of yeah what's what is the intent how do we work with that because that is where i'm coming from that is my yeah that is that is how my sense of being plays out day in day out and then us being present to the moment being high involvement um allowing wisdom to come to us in whatever state it is that enables us to 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 do whatever is you know is intended so i I genuinely believe that 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 you know it is a bit of an extreme example but equally a good example yeah 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 and it just reminded me of well a couple of things that i'm trying to remember his name but in the olympic one of the olympic long jump finals back in the 70s there was, I think it was Lynn Davis. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best jumper in the year. And then Bob Beeman, you know, and Lynn Davis's phraseology was, you know, jump, jumped out of the pit, jumped so far beyond what anyone had ever jumped before. And <clears throat> Lynn Davis said, you know, my my goal was wrong. My goal was, was Olympic gold. And as soon as he did that, it felt like that goal was unachievable. And he said, I finished four. Mm. And he said, whereas the reality was based on my sort of track record, my performance through the year, you know, I, I could have very easily have won the silver medal. So he was sort of echoing a bit of what you said in the past, where that goal, if you could, you weren't achieving it, and then you become disheartened, and then it affects the back end of your race versus the last time you did it you know it didn't you you got your head sort of into it and then you were able to achieve whatever you were able to achieve and I was listening to an interview with Dr Steve Peters who used to work with the British cycling team back in you know 2012 and things like that and worked with Ronnie O'Sullivan and they were talking they were talking a bit about goals and so on he said of course you know you have an Olympic cycle so you know, people are training to certain time, a bit like you're doing with your marathon. They're training to certain times, thinking of what they need to achieve, you know, by the time the Olympics comes around. <clears throat> he said, but it's interesting, he said, because once you're in the final, he said the worst goal you can have is to is to win. Because he said, you don't control that outcome. Mm. <clears throat> and he said, it's really, it's really hard he said, but the reality is there are so many factors there that are at play in terms of the track conditions, the other competitors, the officiating, that you can't, if if you have that as your goal, you're, you will create anxiety for yourself yeah. because your unconscious mind will know that you're trying to, you're focusing on something that's not in your gift. Mm. And the interest said, well, what, what, what is the goal then? And he said, to do your best in the moment. Yeah. And he said, that's it. Yeah. He said, you can't do anything else. And he said, that doesn't mean your best yesterday, your best this year. It literally means <clears throat> do your best in the moment. And unfortunately, you don't know what that's going to be mm. because you don't know. You don't know how, you know, how you slept and your nutrition, you know, all sorts of factors that sort of go into it so i thought that was quite an interesting perspective you know two interesting perspectives from that sort of yeah. elite sport and I, but but i think we can apply them to our seeing... sorry i think i think we can apply that that those comments can't we to to every every day you know i think we've talked about them even if we bring it back to our relationships 
actually, how, how do we do the best on the day in the conversation that we're going to have with our children or with our partner or, or whatever that, that might be? How do we how do we do our best with a piece of work and it, it work today? I, I think we can take it out of a sporting arena and still say it, it applies, it works. If, if So if we were thinking about some common uh, goals that pay, maybe people have set themselves, uh, what, what, what would we encourage an approach to, to be? So if somebody's going to, uh, you, know, you, you either use these examples and come up with one your own, Steve. Yeah, if somebody says, I want to lose weight in 2024, I want to be half a stone lighter if somebody says i'm going to drink less in 2024 if somebody says i want to get a pay rise in 2024 what you know how, how would how would we sort of encourage a an approach you know if some, <clears throat> i think something like weight which i think is such a common <clears throat> one i could notice my weight crept up a little bit last year and then over the Christmas so I'm thinking okay I want to get it shifting sort of back so that is one of my you know I have that as a as an intention and it's really interesting Gareth because I think so often with these things it's then it's what's what's your method for giving you the best chance of achieving that outcome so, you know, if someone wants to lose weight, for example, then I think you then have to explore well, what is an approach that would enable you to achieve that goal that fits into your life? Because I think so often with things like weight, and we've all done, and I've done it, so this is, <laughs> I'm putting my hand up as well. You can do an extreme thing yep. that you just, it, you just know in your heart is not sustainable. So... It might get you there, but you then yo-yo back. And of course, there's loads of evidence that that's actually what happens. And invariably, then you end up gaining, you know, gaining more than, than you had. So I think what I've learned over the years on something like that, because <clears throat> I am someone that can naturally be a heavier person, I've sort of, you know, experimented with all sorts of different things. And now I have more of a, 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 a way of eating that is quite a sort of minimalist. It, it focuses on a certain food group and I often use intermittent fasting as, as part of it. And that's just been through experimentation to find a system, a process that I sort of feel I can live with and, you know, gives me the best chance of, of sort of achieving that, mm. that outcome. And what's your intention then? It's the same, isn't it? If you sorry, what's what? Sorry, what would you say is your your intention as you? Yeah, what's your sense of being in relationship to food and weight? So, I mean, with that, it 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 feels I've got a sort of weight around a weight I have in mind that I think when I get to that, it feels that it's a nice balance weight. It's not. It's not. To it, it's not too extreme. I think also, I suppose that I think more and more I do that with an intention of, you know, I'm, 50, I'm coming up to I'm 55 and 56, you know, later in, in April this year. So I think partly I think I have it more as an intention 
to, you know, live from a, a reasonably healthy perspective at the same time as feeling like I can still do the things that I, you know, I can still feel like I'm going to have a drink at the weekend and things like that. But realise that actually drinking during the week is not a good is not a good thing from from a uh, perspective of getting up early in the morning, yeah. but also just in terms of weight and food choices and things like that. So, I that for me it just feels like I'm, I have a definite tendency to extreme, but I've learned over the years to sort of uh, to sort of moderate that. And that's who I want to be. I want to be a more moderate yes. person rather than extreme yeah. sort of person. But to be honest, Gareth, that's taken me a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah. come to that, come to that place, and come to that and that realization that uh, yeah, that's the way, the best way for me to think about it. Yeah. How about for you? Do you you know if you have some of those goals you mentioned, are there ones that yeah, what what would, what would be your approach to, to those? I, yeah, I. So I, I think I. I am I, I am somebody who wants to get better, and I am somebody who will work hard to 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 get get better, and I I think I am probably somebody who does naturally like to to think ahead so, so therefore I you know as as I said I think I am somebody who probably does set more goals than I would like probably maybe I would admit but I you know more more and more I do approach them as things that give me positive benefits uh, and something that I look forward to and work towards and I, I think I would probably echo the intention part as well that you know I am intending to be whatever that might this this might be and you know as we talked about previously I think I'm somebody that therefore uses it as a bit of a reminder and a bit of an anchor because I know that I won't be all those things all, all the time but but that's but that's okay and when I when I you know know I've strayed from that 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 my sense of being I guess brings brings me back and makes me think okay well you know that wasn't a great that wasn't a great choice but it it's done how can I how can I make sure I work towards that what whatever it is that I'm trying to to achieve I think as well I think I think this is slightly different to the lightness I think I probably have got an open-minded approach to it that yes if you know whilst the goal is is that if actually suddenly you know or the direction i'm trying to go into is you know is taking me north actually if if it's taking me west i'm you know that's okay all right let, 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 let's see what goes with with that yeah you know, I, I probably want it to feel like a sense of purpose in that in that direction i want to see that actually no no i'm not i'm not going backwards i'm, I'm, I'm taking myself in a direction that actually makes makes sense 
So perhaps one one last example that I I would give was you know, when I've set myself career goals. So I want to get to this particular position by this particular time. Probably I have seen how that's been negative in my life. Of you know, you apply for the job and you don't get it, and then you know that's the end of the world. And what's the point? And you know, clearly my you know I shouldn't. I should I can't get to that level or I need to find a new organization or whatever it, it might be and certainly through the work that you and I did together a number of years ago I think I reframed it by saying actually you know I I, I, I want to get to that position but I'm not I'm not going to be defined by it or I'm not going to take the negatives from it so so I, I think I just developed that that's that again to not to overuse the word I just developed that lightness to it where in the past it was absolutely fixed on it and that was going to define me so the phrase I used that, that resonated with me at the time probably doesn't stand up to lots of scrutiny but it worked for me was I, I think I'd previously been an ambitious person really absolutely targeting different things and different steps versus becoming a person with ambition meant that yeah I can still have those targets and those goals but if they don't happen that's okay you know I'll I'll keep and I wasn't using this at the time but I can look back at that and say no you know I'm just going to do the things that define who I am and work hard or be me you know be be the various sort of um, manifestation of me at my my best and look, we'll see what happens I do think I do think that approach helped me actually achieve some of the targets that I set but in in those situations I just wasn't I wasn't um fixated on them so so I think I still have it but yeah it's it is open-minded it is absolutely not being fixated by what that goal at a minute of the time might be And I think that linking to, <clears throat> I'm just reading a book at the moment by Phil Stutz called Lessons for Living. Okay. He's a psychiatrist that sort of works with a lot of the Hollywood good and great and stuff. But he's really interesting, very interesting guy. But one of the things he talks about is sort of <clears throat> being highly committed and lowly attached, which I think is what mm, you were describing. Yes. That, you know, we can be committed to things we can be committed to the things that we want to achieve the ambitions we might have the roles that we might want to undertake you know in the future we can be fully sort of committed to that <clears throat> but ultimately you have to be unattached to the outcome because the outcome is not in, in your gift yeah and <clears throat> he has a really nice way of sort of describing that the value of commitment, which I think in our world is being really, it's it, it's your commitment to who you're being. I mean, he doesn't use that phraseology, but it, but it's sort of very similar. Because what, what he's saying is that that's almost you, what's the term he uses? It's like you're exercising your spiritual skills. So he said, <clears throat> it seems from his perspective that life wants you part of life and his view is it's not so bothered about what that how that manifests tangibly it's more that it, it it's more interested in the way that you go about what you do the way that you engage in things the way that you sort of commit yourself 
to dealing with and resolving those challenges and the things that you want to create in your life. And he said, <coughs> that's, that's what a fulfilling life is, actually. That's the definition of fulfilling life. It's that you're, you're expressing yourself, being true to yourself. It, it's not about the actual tangible results of that, mm. which I, th I think is quite an interesting sort of way of, of thinking about it, which I think is a bit more in line with where we're coming from. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree. We're going to wrap it up there. Um, hopefully there is something in what we've discussed today that resonates with you as ever uh, and is something that helps you as you think about what 2024 lies ahead or, or whatever it is that you're planning when you come to, to this episode. So as ever, please get in touch, share us your views on uh, what role setting goals has in, in your life uh, or give us feedback on what you've heard or challenge us if you don't don't agree we would just absolutely love to hear from you so as ever get in touch at hello at everydaybeing.co.uk or get in touch with us on Instagram when that's everyday.being and we will see you next time take care of yourself and sending you big big love thanks everyone thanks Gareth